Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And good afternoon. Welcome and welcome one and all to a Tuesday edition of Game Time. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a Tuesday afternoon. Kind of cloudy day today. And Ward, I don't know Have if you, you seen noticed, the forecast. The, the temps are starting to decline a little bit. Have I you, like it. Have you looked at a forecast? I have not. Ugh. Would you like it? It's like 50 tomorrow night or something like that, right? 58 tomorrow night. 61 tonight with a north wind about 25 miles per hour. Oh, I'm going I'm And going tomorrow, the high, yeah, 83. Tomorrow's high, 83, if you're scoring at home. So, I'm happy. Uh, do we know what Friday looks like? Have we have we looked ahead that far? Venture out to Friday. I I think it looks pretty good. I, I'll look right you now. I'll, I'll check I'm not you. real sure who Noah is, but I'd like to meet him if, if he's got <laughs> – if he's got temperatures in the 80s or 70s on Friday. <laughs> going to be sunny with a high of 88 and overnight low of 54. So we'll be okay for it, Friday night it'll football. It'll feel a little bit like football. In fact, you're going to be north, so it's going to be even cooler than that. Yeah, we're leaving tomorrow. Uh, so what? we got to get there. <laughs> 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 Coach Deuce is like, you may be leaving tomorrow, <laughs> but I got things to do. Uh, anyway, we uh, we welcome you into the program. Lots to talk about today. And uh, we're going to uh, visit with uh, Shahan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Also, Josh Neighbors from Locked on Big 12 will join us. Uh, we'll get you ready for some more baseball, the Rangers and the New York Yankees. And, uh, boy, this, this Ranger team is just starting to come into their own. And... Uh, They've got, what, 10 days left or something like that? And, uh, man, oh, man. Well, you know, it is what it is. Hey, if, 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 they'd have, if, they, if they'd have scored in the first <laughs> last night, hey, they, how do you Can't not? Walt Garrison. How do you not score in the first inning last night? I don't know. I mean, it's, Did you, it's I the mean, Rangers. I mean, it's the Rangers. You've got second and third in the middle of the order, and you don't punch? Now, I you know it's it's amazing to me that every extra oh. inning game you go to or you see now that it just doesn't last even longer than it did before because nobody can score from second. It's amazing. It's the way the it? game is played right now. I have noticed, and, and well, this is getting us way off. And, Sorry. And, and, no, no, no. I like it. it we're, we're going off into the into the patch out there, the Briar Patch. But have you noticed more teams bunting against the shift? Yes, a few more. Here of late. Finally. Yeah, and I mean, I'm like, duh. <laughs> where's, that, where's that been? You know? Been screaming I, for it since the shift. Saw it the evolved. other day. The, a guy bunted for a double. Yeah. Literally screaming. Like, it, it's well, unbelievable. Why aren't you bunting to the side of the field where there's and literally the no one? was they don't know how to bunt. They haven't worked on it. Well, now somebody's finally figured it out. Go. Hey, maybe on our off day. <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty good idea. Yeah. So everybody bunt when you get used to when you'd go watch batting. And I, you know, I'm a nerd. I used to go watch batting practice well, sure. all the time. The first three things they did when they stepped in the cage, they laid three bunts down. Then they start swinging away. You know me and my affection for college baseball. Yeah. First thing they do is they bunt. Uh huh. They all bunt, and sometimes even before 
true batting practice. They've got a they got a pitching machine out there and they're working on bunts. Back behind the cage, mm-hmm. you know, up against the backstop. There's I mean, if you can't bunt in college baseball, then you really can't play college baseball. But but even the, even in college baseball it's become almost a lost art because it's become almost a lost art and I hate to say it in high school baseball because they're not teaching it anymore. They're just not. Some coaches are choosing that hey, you know, that's that's not the way we play the the analytics say that's not the way you play the game anymore and I think it's a you're doing your players a disservice if you're not teaching them the full I'm game. I'm telling you we had David Murphy on this program a couple of months ago and David Murphy said analytics they swing away that's when joey gallo was still here mm-hmm. and i said what i mean how come when they put the shift on gallo he doesn't you know go the other way the analytics say swing as hard as you can and then he fit he followed that statement up with if that would have been the theory when i was playing i probably wouldn't have been in the big leagues mm-hmm. because he was a guy that did all of the little things i mean he'd get the ball he would shorten up with two strikes and get the ball in play and you don't see that anymore. No, heavens no, you don't see it anymore. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He would, sh- he, you know, he may make an out, but he's going to make you make a play. Well, you're good. He's, you put the onus on the defense Absolutely to make a play. If they do, you tip your cap, you go back to the dugout right. and, and come back up in the, another time. If you don't put the ball in play, then it, you're just making it easy on them. Yeah, you can't steal first. You can do a lot of things, but you can't steal right. first. It, well, so. it's, you know, it's just like giving away outs on offense. Yeah. On defense, excuse me. All right, so there you go. We're off and running talking wow. about baseball here in the middle of football season. <laughs> but, uh, you know, look, playoffs are coming up, and, and I love October baseball. And, and now it's almost November baseball because when, by the time we finish this thing up. Yeah, it'll. But uh, yeah, I, I, it, it's fun. I mean, but it, it is interesting to see different philosophies. But I did the other day. I, I, I was watching some a highlight package, and guy lays down a bunt. Next thing you know, he's standing at second base because there's literally nobody over there. Mm-hmm. By the time they run to get to the baseball, and and that'll stop that. Yep, absolutely, it will. <laughs> it just, I mean, you keep doing it. You keep doing it. They're going to go. Oh, we're giving away free bases. We can't do that anymore. Yep. Hey, I wanted to point this out real quick, if I may, because uh, this is a cool deal. This is almost like step two of a three-step process. You know, the uh, what was it a couple of weeks ago, Aaron? That uh, they inducted Johnny Tusa into the Waco ISD Athletic Hall of Fame. Yeah, two weeks ago. Saturday, uh, Friday night, Friday night, it will be Coach Leroy Coleman's turn, and rightfully so. Uh, what a wonderful man and a terrific football coach, and just I mean, and I'm telling you, 99.9% of the time when you run into Leroy, he's smiling. I used to run into him at the grocery store all the time. He was smiling. He was always he was he's just that kind of guy, and what a great what a great mentor of young men, Leroy Coleman, and and they'll um. The, the, and as they say on the on the on the flyer, we're honoring a South Side legend, and he he's more than just a South Side legend. He is a legend throughout this community. So, uh, and, and they're going to have just like for Coach Tusa, there's going to be a meet and greet of all former players, coaches, and friends, and they're invited to come to Walk On Sports Bistro. It'll be from six until eight o'clock uh, over at uh, Cross Lake Parkway. You know where that's at, fifty six hundred one Cross Lake Parkway, for the. Uh, Walk on Sports Bistro. That'll be Thursday night. And then Friday, it's homecoming. The Trojans are playing Cleburne. And it is Ladanian, the uh, Ladanian Tomlinson Classic. You guys ever heard of Ladanian Tomlinson? Yeah, I've heard of him. Hey, you know, rush for a yard or two. Uh, so that'll be fun. And, uh, 
and, and of course, we'll have that game on our sister station, 104.9 Star FM. So uh, it, it should be a great, great couple of days, Thursday and Friday, honoring Coach Coleman. And then later on in October, uh, Ward, they'll, uh, uh, when, when Waco High plays Midway, in fact, uh, they will uh, they will honor Butch Henry with the naming of the, uh, the, the media booth, the TV booth, uh, after Coach Henry and and uh, boy, we all look forward to that. So uh, good stuff there. All right, uh, ten minutes after four, four ten. Did you see? And we'll get into this in in a in, in the program. But uh, Charlie Brewer has decided that he's going to exit stage right when it comes to uh, playing for the Utes of Utah. Strange. So, well, and, you know, and here's the thing: he's played just three games, so I think he's going to be still eligible. <laughs> For a sixth year, yeah, John, uh, and I because I didn't think of it, but well, John's that's why they that play out. all these freshmen. Yeah, you know, you get four games. Yeah, he's played three, so technically he can transfer and play again next year if he wants. You, the only thing I question is you got beat out because you didn't you didn't play to coach's expectations, mm-hmm. so he gave another guy another opportunity. Where's the competitive fire to go beat that guy out again and it, win your job back? You, you, it's gone. Nope with with the portal. Yeah, ADOs don't have to do that. We'll just go find somebody else who wants me. It's so unfortunate, drives it, me nuts. It, I'm with you. I'm with you. But that's that's the case, and, and, and that's going to make college football worse. Well, it's because what they're is free agents? What makes what makes the team better? What makes every competition. team that's the internal competition? That's, that's what I mean. Internal competition makes every team better. I don't care what level you're playing. If you don't have that internal competition, you don't have the drive to get better on a daily basis, and it will ruin the game if we don't fix it. If you want my job as the starting quarterback, come get it. Come get it. Bring it on. I mean, that you know, used to be the attitude. Not no more. No. If you want Too a, soft. if you want to be a starter now, go find somebody who's looking for a starting quarterback that you fit in and transfer there. Mm-hmm. It, it's, you know, I don't know. Uh, the transfer portal. It's a wonderful device in college football, isn't it, friends? All right, 11 minutes after 4. We're 4-11 here on this Tuesday afternoon. Coming up next, we're going to get into uh, the Bears and the Cyclones. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Look for clearing skies tonight and very comfortable conditions to move in. Low temperatures falling to 58 degrees. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow should be a beautiful day. It's not going to be too humid. A high of 84 degrees and just as nice on Thursday with mostly sunny skies and a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. Join us Wednesday and hear from new track and field coach Michael Ford and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday at the new time, 7 to 8 p.m., live from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is McGregor General Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets. McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love. Including boots from Ariat and Twisted Edge. Shoes from Hey Dude. And clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Scent. Go by and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor. From the front yard to the back, get your home fall ready at Lowe's. Save up to $10 on Scott's Turf Builder grass seed for a thicker lawn. Plus save $30 on a Charbroil stainless steel four burner gas grill. Was $299, now $269. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Grill price reflects discount. Bout 923 through 929, U.S. only. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. The Green Bay Packers beat the Detroit Lions last night on Monday Night Football, winning 35-17. Texans rookie quarterback Davis Mills will start Thursday night against the Carolina Panthers in place of injured Tyrod Taylor. Kansas running back Felton Gardner, who led the Jayhawks in rushing last season, has entered the transfer portal after seeing playing time decreased over the first three games for the Jayhawks. Rangers lose to the Yankees last night 4-3. Rangers and Yankees again tonight, 6.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB football team has been ranked number one in the first American Football Coaches Association Top 25 poll that was released this morning. Catch the Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 416, 16 minutes after 4 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Your flagship station for Baylor Athletics coming up on Saturday. It's the Bears and the Iowa State Cyclones, and it's a 2.30 kickoff here on ESPN Central Texas. Coverage will begin uh, with our game day live program out at Touchdown Alley at 10.30 on Saturday morning. Yes, I said 10.30 on Saturday morning for uh, game day live, and uh, looking forward to that. We'll have a lot of fun. Uh, John Warner is going to join us from the Waco Tribune here. We'll have other guests as well. Uh, Ward, what do we know? And, again, th- this is the interesting part of, of this time of the year. 
You've got Iowa State at two and one. You got the Bears at three and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, Iowa State's only, I, I think, good football team that they played is Iowa, and they got beat. Uh, B- Baylor, I don't think, has played a good football team yet. In fact, I know they haven't. Uh, and they're they're three and zero. Oh. So, what do we know about these two football teams? Uh, well. <laughs> In my opinion, not a whole lot for Baylor. I mean, you, Baylor has done some things right. They've done what they were supposed to do right. in the first absolutely. three games. So, yeah, I mean, you have to give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't go out and, you know, just let it run down their leg. And so, they, they've got to figure out a way to be able to come out and sustain the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. And against Iowa State, we've seen that they've been able to do that uh, they came up short against a good football team, as you pointed out, in Iowa. But they've been more battle-tested than the Bears have, in my opinion. I watched a little bit of the UNLV game, and they thumped UNLV all over the yeah, place. Yeah, and UNLV's not a very good football no. team. And, and, you know, I was watching, believe it or not, on, and it was not on it was not on ESPN+. Plus. It was on I, – I, I, it was like an ESPN Extra or something like mm-hmm. that. But I was watching some of Incarnate Word – and Texas State. And I, you know what? I really don't know who won the game because I got bored with it and moved on. But Incarnate Word was playing Texas State they, off their feet. And they whipped them. They whipped them all over the field. Wow. So, what does that tell you about Texas State? Yeah. So, I mean, and then again, Texas Southern Baylor did exactly what they were supposed to do. They took them to the woodshed early mm-hmm. and uh, cleared the bench but, and, 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 and did all those things that right. they're supposed to do. They did. They did everything they were supposed to do. So, you can't take that away from them. Nope. You're right. But – I don't think they've been tested. Right, I, and, and I just I don't, don't believe they've been tested enough yet. I thought KU was better than what they were. And I did maybe too. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. I don't know. And, and and so maybe maybe we do know more than we think we know maybe. against Baylor, but yeah. we take it for granted that KU that it's Kansas and they're bad and they're bad. Yes. But going into that game, I said that quarterback. Yeah, I said that's a much improved Kansas team, and they were much improved. They looked better. They did things better than they've done in previous years. They just hard. watching. Just watching the film and played hard. Yeah, I, I didn't see that on Saturday, so I, you know I don't know if they're getting to the point where uh, here we go again. You know, because that does creep in on a team that's been down for a long time. Or maybe this is a pretty good defense. Or maybe this is a better team than we yeah. giving it credit for. Well, and, and they came out and looked very crisp and clean in the first series. They did. Baylor went down and scored. It was balanced. It was run. It was pass. It was short plays. It was long play. They did a very nice job. And, and, and again, I was worried about that quarterback. He's a dual-threat guy. Mm-hmm. And, and, man, they held them to, what, 166 total yards? They didn't look very good at all against Baylor. Now, that could have been Baylor was that much better, and it's just the same old Kansas that we have come but to you know. But you don't know. Today, you don't know that. We don't know. We don't know. We don't. So, we absolutely uh, don't. You can't. I don't think we can answer that question. You just have to look at it and say, well, I think Kansas gave them a little bit, but it's still, in our mind, and watching, I mean, Kansas made a lot of mistakes on Saturday. Mm-hmm. If you watch the film, they made a lot of mistakes. I went and watched a little bit of it last night. And, you know, they didn't play very good against Baylor. And Baylor played good. Not taking anything away from Baylor. They played good. But it to me, that was the Kansas that we thought Kansas was. It was not the Kansas we saw in the first two or three ball games that they played this year. That was back to making mistakes. And, look, there's something going on there. They're, they're starting running back. Jumped in the transfer portal today. Mm-hmm. So he's leaving because he's not happy with the amount of playing time he's getting. Well, that's just another sign of there's something wrong 
you know, because. And that guy and his staff have got to clean that out of there. Yes. Yeah, I mean. And, and they're going and to. It, and it's fine to, to have yeah. something like that happen, but there's still, you know, it's still happening. And so, in midseason, you got your starting running back leaving. I just, I maybe Kansas is Kansas the way we thought, and it kind of looks like it just looking at the film. They didn't play very good. But Baylor did play good. They didn't make the mental mistakes. They didn't do the things that will get you beat. So they're improved, but I still say they haven't played a really good football team yet. Oh, no. No, absolutely not. And, and here's what we said in August. We said in August, no matter what, this football team needs to be 3-0. and Yes. And they're 3-0. and Yeah. So they've done what they're supposed to do. Absolutely they Now have. the tests begin with Iowa State this week mm-hmm. and then on the road to, to uh, Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. Two, so you, you've two got two, big, two, 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 two tests, tests that are coming coming your way. You'll so. know you'll know a heck of a lot more about your football team come Sunday morning than you've learned in all three of the previous games. If I told you in 14 days you're one and one through those two games, you okay with that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, I had you know again Monday yesterday. Boy, feels, this feels like Thursday or something. But uh, <laughs> Monday I had a chance to sit down. Uh, with uh, Coach Aranda, and we, we talk football, and, it, and it's fun, man. I love doing it. I, one of the things that we, we talked about was this Iowa State game and, you know, what Brock Purdy brings to the table for the Cyclones. He's able to make plays with his legs. I think he's got a really good, um, good feel for um, throwing the ball on the run, and so he's able to manipulate people when he gets out of the pocket and receivers um, can feel when that is happening and adjust with them. So that's been dangerous uh, for opposing defenses. I think the O-line is physical. They, 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 they push people and move people. I think tight ends returning, I mean, All-American, he's got, uh, there's a mismatch issue there in terms of uh, his ability to catch the ball down the field. I think, um, you know, receivers are, they remind me of some of the guys that we've got where like they make contested catches, right? If you press them, they can do a good job of getting off a press. And so, um, you know, there's, they've been in a fair amount of tight games and all of those skill guys have made a play that have contributed to a win in a tight game. So that to, to, as a coach, you just, that speaks volumes. And so I think offensively it's a challenge. Matt Campbell, the head coach at Iowa State, uh, Ward, in, in a hot item, by the way, uh, there's a lot of folks who would love to have Matt Campbell. He's built a, a football team and a football program based on physicality. I mean, they're going to get up in your face at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, and here we go. Mm-hmm. And, and so you – I asked Coach Aranda, and he said he, he wouldn't term it that way, but I asked him, I said, do you have to match their physicality? Uh, you know, and he said, I wouldn't I – wouldn't, I wouldn't, say it that way but you know he he did talk about how physical of a football team they are and, and we're going to see it Saturday and, but you know what I really truly believe that that Baylor's O-line has gotten a lot better again we're going to find out more about their O-line when they play Iowa State uh and, and I and I just I've told you this before I, I truly believe that this this defense has a chance to be a really really good defense before it's all said and done and look, they they held Iowa, uh, Kansas rather, to 166 yards of offense. I don't care how bad a football team uh, KU is, 166 yards and one touchdown, that's that's playing. I mean, that's playing well. Now, will they do that on Saturday? I, I you know who knows, but uh, 
you you wouldn't think. I would think not, but I mean, with, you don't know. You know, with a guy like Brees Hall and, and and Brock Purdy, you know, they've got weapons. But I, I do believe that that defense and that O line can get physical with the Cyclones. You hope so. I mean, because that's where, it's, that's where it's going to start. I mean, it's going to have to start there. Yeah. And you're right. We'll learn a lot more about this offensive line. They have played well up to this point. But, again, you know, you, you have to take into account for, for the competition that they've played and, you know, being the, the rankings that they got nationally and the recognition they got nationally. You're going to find out a lot more if that was justified mm-hmm. come Saturday because they're going to face a very physical, very big Iowa State defensive line so you know can they hold their water against somebody like that if they can look out this thing may have turned the corner yeah and and again you know and I was thinking about that uh, the other day we used to talk about the process to re to rebuild a program and and turn turn the corner we used to talk in terms of three four years that's not the you don't get that anymore you don't that doesn't happen anymore you don't get it no you don't get that opportunity no I mean so that's not the society we live in. No, it's it's yeah, it's pay me now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you've got to pay me now, or or we're gonna go do something else. But look, has this program turned? We don't know uh, yet. No, it hasn't. You, you, you no, don't. it has not. I'll just go out there and say no. We it, until we see it, it hasn't done it yet. So. I mean, there's there's still that's fair. there's still some strides to be made, and when we see it, then you, you know, that's what I'm saying. If if they could come out and play competitive with Iowa State, toe to toe, toe to toe, and no matter the outcome, if they've got a chance in the fourth quarter, I would say they're peaking around the corner. There's no doubt. And, and we're going to find out Saturday afternoon at two thirty. I, I can't wait. I mean, again, I, I'm I'm as anxious to find out where they are in. Not only this season, but in the whole, the, just the process. And are, they, again, are they going in the right direction? Well, yeah, and, 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 and I to think, me, there's no doubt they are. I, I think so, too, because of what they did in the first three ball right, absolutely. games. I absolutely. I mean, they took care of business. They did what they were supposed to. Because I mean, that doesn't always happen. No, we've seen teams that haven't been able to that's do that. That's exactly right. I mean, that's exactly you, – you know what you're, what you're capable of. You know what you're supposed to do. You know that you're better than X, Y, or Z. And you still don't go get it done. This group went and but did you, what they yeah, were supposed to you, do. You haven't changed the culture. You haven't changed the mindset. Right. Well, I think the mindset in that has been changed. There's a believability that, I mean, you, yeah. can, you can feel it when you're out there. Yes. Man. I mean, you can. And that makes a huge difference. And, and I know I'm, I'm starting to sound like a cheerleader, but I, it, that's I'm not wanting – I mean, I'm not doing it to to be that cheerleader. I'm just telling you what I've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I had the great privilege, if you want, if you will, Texas State didn't have a ton of room in their press box. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. So Texas State says, hey, how about you and and, uh, and and a couple of your guys stand on the sideline? Well, you know how much fun that was? Oh, that's the only place Plus, I'll watch a game. you get the feel of what's going on within, within that football team. Uh, yeah. You can look all you want to from the press box, but being down there – among those, among those kids, and among you know that that it, watching that whole, watching the whole process, the operation, if you will, it, it was great. It was good stuff. If I'm not doing play by play, that's where I watch every ball game, every Baylor game I've been to over there. I've been on the sidelines. Every game I go to watch Tech play, I'm on the side. No matter what game it is, if I'm not in forced to be in the booth to do play by play, I'm on the sidelines. It's just. It's an opportunity to get up close and see the game at a different perspective that you don't get the opportunity to. 
Bottom line, we will watch the Bears and the Cyclones all together, and I think it's supposed to be a packed house. It's gold out. That'll be fun. Yeah, I think it's gold out on Saturday and a uh, 2.30 kick, and, man, it should be fun. It, I expect them to play well. I'll just put that out there I on a too. Tuesday. I, 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 I agree with you. But, again, until – I'm like you, you know, until we see where they are mm-hmm. against a, a quality – what we believe to be a quality opponent, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's certainly Iowa State, then we're going to find out. Yeah. But to their credit, they've done what they were supposed to do. Sure. I believe that. And that's good stuff. All right. Uh, our uh, 4 o'clock hour, by the way, is brought to you by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. And you can check out their three-step art support system, total body wellness program. And uh, you can do it over at, uh, over at Good Feet. They're open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6, Sunday from noon until 5. They've got over 350 sizes, 25 different styles. It is a tremendous art support program, and it's a total body wellness program. You may have hip pain, knee pain, uh, back pain, and you're like, what is causing this? Well, it could be your art support system that you have in your shoes or the lack thereof. Just find out because the, the, the consultation and the fitting is absolutely free. It's Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. The Bears back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday hosting the Iowa State Cyclones. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. He is in! Touchdown, Tristan Hebner! Bears, Cyclones, this Saturday from McLean Stadium. Here on your home for Baylor Big 12 football, ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long. Extreme pain every day. Trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did.
Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Hey, this is Ward White with ESPN Central Texas. You're invited to drop by Common Grounds this Friday as Matt Mosley broadcasts his show live. Established in 1994, Common Grounds is locally owned and operated. A charming coffee house that delivers great products and a unique atmosphere. It's one of a kind place to visit before or after the game or simply connect and unwind. We'll see you Friday starting at 3 for the Matt Mosley Show. Broadcasting live from Common Grounds at 1123 South 8th Street, just off I-35 next to the Baylor campus in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Green Bay Packers beat the Detroit Lions last night on Monday Night Football, winning 35-17. Texans rookie quarterback Davis Mills will start Thursday night against the Carolina Panthers in place of injured Tyrod Taylor. Kansas running back Felton Gardner, who led the Jayhawks in rushing last season, has entered the transfer portal after seeing playing time decreased over the first three games for the Jayhawks. Rangers lose to the Yankees last night 4-3. Rangers and Yankees again tonight, 6.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB football team has been ranked number one in the first American Football Coaches Association Top 25 poll that was released this morning. Catch the coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's get the latest on college football with Shahan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com on ESPN Central Texas. How about that, huh? It's a 435. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And we welcome Shahan Jayaraja to the program. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Let's let's dive into it because there's a lot to talk about. And let's begin with Charlie Brewer. Did that catch you by surprise? You know, what's funny is I was texting with one of my friends who's an alum, and I was saying, you know, one thing about this is that when Charlie did get benched, he hasn't used his year, uh, his redshirt year. So he does technically still have that available to him. So he could potentially transfer and play for another year, right? And I don't think that I expected it to happen that quick, right? I mean, he got benched at halftime of the game last week, and it just never really quite worked for him at Utah. He did win the starting job, but the offense just didn't look very good with him in it. So, you know what, look, if I'm Charlie and I still want to play football, I hope that he ends up in a situation where he's able to kind of go in, really have a hold on his starting job, maybe play at a lower level, and uh, and just enjoy kind of this last ride. I think he wanted to prove that he could do it at the highest level still, and it's okay that you can't. You know, most, most people can't, but uh, I was a little surprised that it happened so quick, but it does make sense to me. What's the biggest surprise in college football going into this week that you've seen so far? Ooh, that's, a, that's a really good question. I think that for me, one of the biggest surprises has been the inconsistency that we've seen from Clemson and Ohio State. So Ohio mm. State on the defensive side of the ball and Clemson on the offensive side of the ball. You know, Because when you head into this year, I mean, I know that you lose two guys in Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne at Clemson who were two of the best players in college football guys who I believe were both Heisman finalists. 
Uh, but at the same time, I mean, this has kind of been a machine for several years to this point. And to see them really struggle against a team like Georgia Tech is just not something that I expected. And really, to kind of tie this into a bigger trend, I, I think that the top of the sport is closer to the middle than it's really been in a long time, really since the whole playoff era started. And so that's very exciting to me. It makes me think that maybe some of these top 10 teams could undergo some upsets this year. Maybe we get a two-loss team into the playoff this year. Uh, who knows? I mean, I, I think it's going to be a really exciting season. And so while it is a surprise to me, I think it's all positive. So Ward has uh, sent his application in to, to USC. He wants to be the head coach there. Uh <laughs> So where where do they go? I mean, is there any indicators yet what, what they're thinking? I think that it's still very early. I mean, I think that a big part of this is that when the hire is made, probably at the end of November or early December, uh, it could be somebody who really stands up and proves himself this year. Now, I from the beginning have said that I think that James Franklin at Penn State is a pretty natural fit. I feel like he might be reaching the ceiling of what that job could be. And it's been eight years there, right? It's, it's not very common for somebody to make a huge jump after eight years at a job. Now, maybe the team that he has right now kind of figures it out. I mean, they're a top 10 team right now. Uh, I believe actually number six in the AP poll right now. So he has a really good team and, and maybe that's just good enough for him. But you look at the, his time at Penn State, I feel like, his inability to get a quarterback has been one of the biggest issues. And I think it's just harder in the Big Ten because you don't have as many quarterbacks coming from the Midwest. That's not going to be an issue at USC. And I think that he could really come in and revitalize that place in a big way. You know, I, I think that they're really going to try to get somewhat of a splashy hire. You know, I mean, not to compare too much to the Texas situation, but they felt like they needed to get one of the big names from that Alabama national championship team just to kind of come in and sell things. And I think that's going to be a big part of it is getting somebody who can come in and sell, can really build some momentum on the recruiting trail. And you often see with coaches who are fired that a lot of the time the program tries to go in a completely different direction. And I think that that's going to be the case here where, you know, Clay Helton was somebody who was quietly competent. Well, I think that they're going to need to get somebody who's very outward and, and really can be a politician for that program and go and sell them uh, really to, to national folks. And so that's really what I'd look for. Uh, again, a lot of names I think are going to come up the next couple weeks and months, but, but James Franklin would be the one that I would look at most. Did you think that you'd be sitting here in this week looking at the game in the SEC being Texas A&M and Arkansas, and maybe <laughs> not the game in the SEC, but maybe the game in college football this weekend? Yeah, it's incredible to this point. I mean, look, uh, you know me, I'm, I'm the CBS Sports guy now, and that's going to be on our network as the premier SEC game of the week. And and really, I mean, it, it's a very interesting game. I mean, two years ago, obviously, this was a 2-10 and 10 team at Arkansas and the year before that as well. And Sam Pittman has come in. And I think what he's done more than anything is he's really built in sort of a culture of physicality. I mean, he's, he is an offensive line coach, right? That's his background. And I think that that's one of the things he's brought to the table in so many ways. It's just kind of that mindset of an offensive lineman. And, and he's kind of brought that across the whole program. And so... Look, I mean, Texas A&M has looked far from convincing over their first couple games of the year, and going against a team that really can attack them on, on the lines on both sides of the ball, it's going to be a really interesting battle, and I think that it's one that could have long-term ramifications for both these programs. What about the Aggie quarterback situation? Is it in good hands, in your opinion? I think it's in okay hands. I mean, I think that everybody who uh, who's a Texas A&M fan 
probably feels a whole lot better about Kellen Mondrad out now than they did maybe at the end of last season. But that, that's been a real issue for them, of course. Now, I, I think that Calzada, he proved last week and really in the second half also of that Colorado game that he does have a very good arm. He can make the throws. It's really about the other parts of the game for him. It's about processing speed. It's about getting his feet under him. And that's something that does come with time. So I'm not especially worried about whether he's going to be able to eventually come up with those things. The thing that bothers me a little bit more is if you look back at not just the Colorado game, but also the New Mexico game, they kind of got eaten up on the offensive line. And they did have three players across the course of that game who went down with injuries on the offensive line. But you start to wonder, you go and play Arkansas this upcoming week, are those three guys going to all be healthy and, and really fully able to go this week? That's going to be a huge issue for them if not. And the other thing, too, is that if you are that shallow on the offensive line to where a couple of guys getting dinged up really makes you competitive in some ways against New Mexico, how are you going to survive an SEC schedule? So it's really less the quarterback alone for me, and it's more about all the pieces around him, especially on that offensive line, potentially coming together and making the game easy for him. After three weeks of college football, is there a possibility that we may see some new faces in the college football playoff just from what you've seen so far? Or are we looking down the barrel at the same four usual suspects getting invited to the party? Yeah, I mean, I, th I think that I'm never going to assume that we're going to get some unusual faces in until we do because we just it just doesn't happen very often, right? But I do think that the one thing that you say is that you have an Ohio State team, you have a Clemson team who are both vulnerable right now and both who already have a loss to, to teams that they really, you know, maybe shouldn't have lost to. And then, you know, Georgia hasn't been one of those teams, but I think that Georgia has to be considered one of those teams that's going to get in over that group of two, right? And so, you know, I think we're still looking at Alabama. I still think that Oklahoma's in good shape, so they've looked vulnerable too. But I think that Oregon's going to have a chance, and I think that Iowa's going to have a chance. I think that Penn State's going to have a chance. And I think, you know, there's going to be some opportunities. And, and like I mentioned off the top, maybe we're in a position where a two-loss team potentially has a chance to get in, which is something that we haven't really seen before. And so there's, there's a lot of chaos that I think still could be left to come. And so, yeah, I mean, I think at this point you have to assume that we might see some new faces, at least in that top six type group. All right, I'm going to take you to your backyard here for just a second. Uh, what do we know about your alma mater, the Baylor Bears? They're 3-0 and taking on Iowa State. Talk to me. Yeah, I, I think that we know that this is a very well-coached offense, and especially on the offensive line. Because, you know, people talk a lot about pro football focus grades, and it's very clear those things mean something very specific, right? It doesn't mean that you have the best offensive line in America. That's not what it's judging. They're judging you based on what was your assignment and did you execute it. And through three weeks, Baylor has the best offensive line in America by those standards. Now, this is going to be the first big test for them to see, okay, when you have that execution, is it just that you're executing against a team that you're better than, or is it something that that's going to be transferable? And I do think that we know that they're going to execute. And now I think it's going to be more about the sort of actual physical characteristics, whether they can execute against good competition. I mean, Will McDonald on the Iowa State defensive line is as good of a defensive lineman at getting after the quarterback as there is in America. And so I do think that we know that they're going to execute. I think that we do know that Gary Bohannon can make all the throws that he's going to be asked to make. I think that we know that they know the system and that there's a real firm identity, which is something that we could not have said at any point last year. And really, I mean, not, not to get too much into it, I, I don't think that we could have really said it that much during the rule years either. And so 
that's the thing that I'll say about them. There, there's still a lot of question marks in terms of is this transferable once you play Big 12 teams? Iowa State is really a baptism by fire in a lot of ways, but there's a lot to like, and especially with the rest of the Big 12, kind of looking a little shaky to this point. I think that Baylor has to feel really good about where they're at. Is Oklahoma staggering a little bit, letting Tulsa take them to the mat and letting Nebraska give them all they wanted on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, I think that they have a lot of work to do to kind of get back to their standard. And one thing that I'll point at with that is that I think that they're really hesitant to use their running backs because they only actually have two scholarship running backs on their roster. And so the question's going to become, you know, is Lincoln Riley going to kind of break down and say, I need to lean on you guys? Because what Nebraska did last week that really gave them a lot of trouble was they just dropped two safeties back and said, Spencer Rattler, throw eight yard outs and beat us. And we thought Baylor do that with Bryce Petty, you know, back in 2014, and it worked really well. But Spencer Rattler's not a very patient quarterback. He wants the home runs. He doesn't want to hit singles and doubles. And so I think that that's the model right now. And some of that model was created by Baylor last year in their matchup when they only allowed 27 points and also by Iowa State. And so that's the thing that I think we're going to have to watch for is when these teams do drop back these safeties, when they do make Spencer Rattler beat hit them with kind of consistent throws, is that going to happen? And is Oklahoma potentially in trouble? Now, I still think that they're better than everybody else. I think that their defense has still been pretty impressive to this point. I'm not that concerned that Oklahoma is the best team in the Big 12, but it's going to be interesting to see whether Lincoln Riley has to kind of change things up to try to make the game a little easier for Spencer Rattler since he's kind of been struggling. How good is Florida? (laughs) I try not to overreact to a team having a good loss. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I do think that they proved that they can keep up with Alabama, that they are a legit top 15 type team. Uh, You know, one thing with me is like when I look at these rankings and when I put together rankings, a lot of the time when somebody suffers a loss, there's sort of a natural inclination to drop them down four to five spots. I don't feel a need to do that, right? I mean, if, if you're in Florida, that's as good of a result, I think, as you could have expected if you feel like Florida's the worst team in Alabama. So I think that they deserve to be right there in that 11 to 15 range. I don't feel like I need to put them any higher than that at this point. I still think that there's a lot that they have to prove. But I do think that they're a very good team, and I think that they're a team that you know will be competitive against Georgia and will have an opportunity to you know, compete for the SEC East, and who knows, maybe we'll get another shot of them in the SEC championship game. Hey, Shahan, we appreciate it. Uh, hey, what are you working on right now? I know that you, you just came out with a story on uh, uh, on the Utah quarterback situation, but what else are you working on? Yeah, so I'm actually prepping to be at my first game with CBS Sports this upcoming week. I'll be covering it for CBSSports.com. I'll be at Texas A&M versus Arkansas, so it'll be a lot of fun. I'll be keeping up with all the great games from around the state, but uh, but, but it's a big focus on that one. Hey, we appreciate your time today. As always, thanks so much. We look forward to visiting with you again soon. Thank you so much for having me. See you later. That's Shahan J. Raja from CBSSports.com. So he's going to be in the air conditioning. He's, mm-hmm. he's going to Jerry's World for the Aggies and the Arkansas Razorbacks on Saturday. So What a great go. atmosphere that has it, a chance to be. It, oh, it, it could be rocking. It could be rocking. All right, the 448, we're a dozen minutes in front of five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa, Darren Burra, and me this Friday night as the Lions take on Cedar Hill. Our broadcast begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7.30. Following the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Waco High football on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. How many trucks are running around Central Texas without any masculinity? Just look at the road and you'll see. With many, there's nothing there. Not one accessory. And that's what's really toxic. Sadly, truck nudity affects thousands of Central Texas trucks. But it doesn't have to be that way because it's a fully treatable condition. At Pickup Outfitter Labs, our R&D department has been working hard on this problem. And I'm excited to announce a stunning breakthrough. It's our own patented treatment called P.O. Now, anyone suffering from truck nudity can get PO'd. Need a bed cover? Get PO'd. Need a hitch? Get PO'd. Need a bumper, toolbox, or grill guard? You guessed it, get PO'd. At Pickup Outfitters, we're making real progress, but we need your help. Do you know someone who needs to get PO'd? Send them to Pickup Outfitters for treatment. Our recovery center is located at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. See our educational video on our website at createacommotion.com. That's createacommotion.com. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. Automatic Chef offers micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your specific needs. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room needs. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco, and online at Automatic Chef Canteen. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. 
right, the Rangers go into New York last night to open up a series, and Texas gives up uh, a run in the second, three more in the third, and they get beat four to three. Really, uh, I don't know, Ward. I mean, this they, they got behind the eight ball early, and, and the Yankees, who need wins desperately, uh, as they uh, continue their fight for postseason play, improved to 84 and 67. Uh, Charlie Culberson did get a home run for the Rangers. Giolito with the one-two, and that's a line. The one-zero delivery. That's hit deep to left. That one's hooking at the pole, and that one is history. A home run for Charlie. Here is 19th run batted in, and the Rangers get on the board. It's the Yankees four, and the Rangers one. Now here's the interesting stat of the day, the uh, stat of the day here on ESPN Central Texas. Game ball for his game-winning kick. Safety J. Ron Curse on defense. But on offense, the game ball went to running back Tony Pollard, who gained 140 scrimmage yards and combined with Zeke Elliott for 170 rushing yards. Pollard said offensive coordinator Kellen Moore had both Zeke and Pollard ready as a one-two punch in his play calling. We just wanted to go with who was hot. We both feed off each other, so if he was hot, you know, we would have just went that way. But, you know, calling the plays for this week, explosive offense, you know, we were able to show that we can move the ball up and down the field. You know, he did a good job of switching it up. Today's the player's day off, then prep begins tomorrow for Monday's home opener hosting the Eagles. With the Cowboys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you're a professional athlete or an armchair quarterback and suffer from chronic pain, let Dr. Rao Ali, a board-certified pain management specialist, help you. He's helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsborough with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali at 469-562-4188 to make an appointment. That number again, 469-562-4188. Don't let pain sideline you. 911, what's your emergency? There's a train that just hit a car. Sir, what is your location? Uh, uh, Look around for a street sign, it's sir. 8th and Orchard. 8th and Orchard. Okay, very good. 8th and Orchard. Sir, help is on the way. Why would he do that? What? The train still doesn't stop. You have to get there now. At a railway crossing, even if the engineer sees you and hits the brakes, it can take a mile for the train to stop. And for you, that's too late. Stop. Trains can't. Paid for by NHTSA. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Side downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Look for clearing skies tonight and very comfortable conditions to move in. Low temperatures falling to 58 degrees. 
Mostly sunny skies tomorrow should be a beautiful day. It's not going to be too humid. A high of 84 degrees and just as nice on Thursday with mostly sunny skies and a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Warren Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Green Bay Packers beat the Detroit Lions last night on Monday Night Football, winning 35 to 17. Texans rookie quarterback Davis Mills will start Thursday night against the Carolina Panthers in place of injured Tyrod Taylor. Kansas running back Felton Gardner, who led the Jayhawks in rushing last season, has entered the transfer portal after seeing playing time decreased over the first three games for the Jayhawks. Rangers lose to the Yankees last night, four to three. Rangers and Yankees again tonight, 6.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB football team has been ranked number one in the first American Football Coaches Association Top 25 poll that was released this morning. Catch the Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Five nineteen. Drive safely as you make your way home here on a Tuesday afternoon. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. Hey, Ward on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line got a great question, uh, and Tim says, "Does a Baylor win this weekend make Baylor look good?" Or will Iowa State be downplayed? That is a terrific question. I, and I, for me, and, I, and, and I'll let you go here in a second, but for me, my answer is yes. I, I, think, I think you're going to see it, it make Baylor – yeah, it can't, you can't help but give kudos to the Bears if they win the football game on Saturday. And, and, and I do think nationally people will look at Iowa State and go, hey, look, that's two losses already. Yeah, they're going to downplay Iowa State. So I think for me, the answer is yes. Yeah, I I think it'll it'll go more on the side of okay, Iowa State's not as good as we thought they were, just because they don't want to accept the fact. And I'm talking nationally, right? That they don't want to accept the fact that hey, Baylor's you know they they're back, they're they're turning the corner. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're going in the right direction, Makes which sense. I think it 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 will bode. That yes, they're turning the corner and they look good. I need a larger sample size, but that's that's the first step, you know. And there's a lot of steps to go. Uh, I I think it should play in Baylor's favor, but nationally, I don't think that it will play in Baylor's favor as much as we'd like to think it will. I just I think they'll say, oh no, Iowa State's not very good. They're out of the top 25. They just lost to Baylor. Until you know, you might look back at at. That this loss later on down the road, depending on how you know where Baylor goes from there, and then you then it'll that old excuse of, well, that wasn't such a bad loss after all. Remember right. those? Yeah. So, but that's later, later down the oh, road. Oh, it'll be way down the road, and and they'll have to continue to get that train rolling. But I I think the first reaction nationally will be, ooh, they just lost to Baylor. Yeah, and then we're all going to scream bloody murder because you're going to have if that happens, you're going to have a four no Baylor team with a top fifteen win. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to have. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of getting a little jazzed up about it right now. But uh, JT says, hey, it's going to be a 15-minute knockout in the first quarter by Iowa State. Hate to say it. 
And it could be. I mean, you, you know. It could be exactly right. We, we, that's the beauty. I mean, if we knew how it was going to happen, then there was no reason for them to come here. Again, that goes. He's, he's, he's dead on target because it goes back to the way we started this show today. We really don't know about Baylor. We right. just don't. Yeah. We, we know that they did what they were supposed to, what we all thought they were supposed to do through the first three games. But, honestly, those opponents aren't very good. And if they wouldn't have done that, then you'd be screaming, oh, my gosh. What's this, going on? Yes. Yeah. I absolutely. Mean, no, no question. They, I, I still say they, we don't know anything about them yet. They've done what they were supposed to do. Now, then you can start building your – I've seen them – in all three football games, two two in person, one on television, and you could start to start to, you know, put the thing together and say, okay, here's what I think. But you know, until until you go into that arena, which they will Saturday against a team that everybody has great respect for, in the Cyclones of Iowa State. You, look, don't you? Iowa State was treated the same way for years. Sure, absolutely. And they had to go prove it to people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's what you're talking about here is you got to go prove it to people, and and you know and go from there. And you know, look, Baylor's had to do that on several occasions under several regimes. And and we're going to find out Saturday a lot more about this football team and and the direction they're headed and, and what you know what what they need to do and what what they've gotten done. But I, I think, I think, just from what I've seen, I think they've got enough offensive weapons. And I think that this is a pretty good defense. And with a chance to be a really outstanding defense before it's all said and done. But those are just opinions. And that's what drives me nuts about, you know, about top 25s and all that kind of stuff. The beauty of of sport is you either do or you don't. Mm -hmm. You know, you either win or you lose. You know, and and don't come in here with any of these excuses. Either you do or you don't. And in every – just about every – realm you you have a you have an equitable playoff system to determine your champion except well, for not, one not in college football not in know. division one college football that's the one you don't have an equitable system in place to allow for everybody to have the opportunity to get into the playoff so anyway well i don't know how we got to the playoff from iowa state and baylor <laughs> but that's that's the beauty of the show we love it uh anyway you can and you can jump in uh, you know, uh, let's. What chance do you think Texas quarterback Casey Thompson has against Tech? Uh, you're you're a Red Raider. You keep up with the Red Raiders, Casey Thompson. What do you think? Uh, again, I I think you look at Texas Tech where you're at right now, and they haven't played anybody either. You know, they're they're three and zero, but they haven't. I mean, they haven't shown you didn't, a whole You didn't lot. like the win over Houston? No, I, I right, don't, I don't think right. so. I, You know, I, I think that that, you know, I, they got it done, but Houston played awful in that game, too. I mean, they kind of gave them that game in certain aspects. So, uh, look, I, can they go into Austin and, and, and beat Texas? I, I think they have a shot at it. Um, but a, as we just heard, it's going to have to be a shootout for them to be able to do it. And can they slow down Texas offense? I don't know. This, I, this I, is Thompson's second start now. Yeah, I, and I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I haven't seen enough from the Red Raiders to think, oh, that's a that's a much improved defense or that's a better defense than we've seen because really, they 
they haven't played anybody. And he's talking about Casey Thompson. Thompson played really well last week against Rice. But, it was Rice. But it was Rice. Come on now. <laughs> I know. If we're going to go down that trail, let's go down that trail. Yeah. It was Rice. Yeah, absolutely. Again, so, so you know, you're, you're kind of looking you know, at two things that are very similar. And, and that's why I said this is his second start. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah, know, you're since, right. Since making the change. Uh, first one was, was he, he passed with flying colors. But again, it was Rice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who knows? I, that's there's a lot of intriguing games because we are so early. Teams haven't. I mean, you you haven't seen everybody kind of identify themselves. Would you guys agree with that? I mean, yes. we have speculation of what we think everybody's going to look like when it's all said and done. But mm-hmm. we don't know, Aaron. We don't know everything about everybody. I mean, how on earth could we? And, and the same thing goes for the Aggies. I mean, we don't, especially with the backup quarterback. You know, their defense has looked outstanding, especially against Colorado. But then Minnesota holds Colorado to 64 total yards last week. So, is Colorado's offense bad or is Texas A&M's defense that good and Minnesota's defense is that good? We'll find out because Arkansas is a pretty good team. Yeah, we think. (laughs) That's true, too, yeah. Right? We really don't know about them either. Right? I mean, they beat Texas Mm -hmm. at home. I mean, you know, we we think. I mean – and again, this is what Pittman's third year in Fayetteville, um, or second? I, I'm trying to remember. I think this is his. This is. I think it's his third season. I think it is. No, I think it's his second. Google that for me, Aaron. Yeah, I don't I know. That's a great question. I, I think it's his. I, I don't know. I don't uh, know. But you you talk about Rice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they are. You know, there's a top 25 and there's a bottom 25. Right. Guess where Rice is located? Uh, I'm going to say 140. No, they're number one. As the bottom twenty-five, they're the worst team in college football. Oh, stop it! That's what they say. Yeah, and if you want to see where Kansas is, just to give you perspective, they're at number nine, the ninth worst team in college football. If you believe them when they tell you you're good, mm-hmm. believe them when they tell you you're bad. Yeah, huh? absolutely. I mean, so you know that that puts it. In a little better perspective for uh, you. All right, I, I just it came to me in a vision, but Sam Pittman's <laughs> in his second year. Okay. So, you know, and, and you know what? And they should have beat Auburn last year, but they got uh, they got a little uh, little hose job from the officials. <laughs> did you re- you remember that one? Yeah, I did. I mean, there, there's no anyway. All right, uh, 528, 28 after five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we're going to talk about Shorty's Pizza Shack, twelfth and Bagby. Man, uh, they are they are open and ready to serve you. The just off the Baylor campus at twelfth and Bagby, terrific pizza. It is uh, you know the, the dough's made fresh daily. The marinara is homemade. All of the toppings such as burger and sausage, all of those toppings are made in house with no filler, no additives, and no artificial flavoring. Uh, and and it's just a great great pizza, New York style pie. Uh, I, I love it. I mean, I absolutely love it. And uh, you will too if you check them out. You can buy it by the slice. You can get a 14-inch pie or an 18-inch pie. And, and man, while you're there, if you want to go out and and maybe the Ranger game tonight. It's 6.05 first pitch. You're coming. You're, you're on your way home. Grab the family. Load them up. Go to Shorty's. Sit out on the on the patio, and it's going to be a nice evening. Sit out on the patio, watch the baseball game, and have a slice of pie. And Shorties will uh, also serve locally brewed craft beers in the can or on the draft by the pint or half pitcher. You can grab a cold one and, 
enjoy the uh, enjoy the food. They've got wings, unbelievable wings. They got all kinds of great stuff. It's Shorty's Pizza Shack. You're gonna love it. It's a 12th and Bagby. If you want to get it to go, maybe you want to spin by and, and and grab it on your way home. Here's the phone number: 254-235-2646. 254-235-2646. And if you want to check them out and you, you just want to kind of see what's going on there, go to their website: shortiespizzashack.com. That's shortiespizzashack.com. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll hear from Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda as the Bears gear up hosting 14th-ranked Iowa State in a sold-out, gold-out game at McLean Stadium this Saturday. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Gear up for the new season with the latest in Baylor Nike apparel from the Baylor Bookstore. On campus on 5th Street or online at BaylorShop.com. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Welcome back. Baylor football is off to a 3-0 and start to the season, 1-0 and in Big 12 conference play, coming off Saturday's 45-7 win over the Kansas Jayhawks in Lawrence. Now the Bears preparing to host 14th-ranked Iowa State this Saturday at McLean Stadium. Head coach Dave Aranda asked yesterday at his weekly media press conference if the team was ready for a top 25 showdown. I wouldn't really put it in those terms. I would think of, um, I look at just getting better every day. I look at the, um, the confidence and just the growth and just in our guys um, on and off the field. You know, I could go back to, um, to January and say that, you know, we, we want to be a team that's led by the offensive line. And I think in whatever room I would be in, Right, I can see the looks on people's faces when I would say that. And now you can say that and you can see the looks on people's faces, right? And so I think, um, you know, there's a, a, there's a, a belief and confidence that's got to come before. And then there's a different belief and confidence that comes after. And I feel um, us as coaches continuing to push, the leadership council continuing to push and um, really focus, you know, our, the standard is what is our best, like the best we've ever done. Let's do that again and again and stack it day after day after day. So that's really the challenge. 
Dave Aranda and the Bears getting set to host Iowa State this Saturday at McLean Stadium. It's a 2.30 kickoff for the Bears and the Cyclones. We're on the air at 10.30 with the Game Day Live show here on ESPN Central Texas. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, also simulcast on KCEN-TV. Then a 2.30 kickoff for the Bears and the Cyclones. Television Saturday, nationally televised by Fox. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Third and four at the Tampa 21. Only heard here. Back goes Prescott. Deep ball down the right side. He's got Cooper on the right side of the end zone. All season. Comes up with the ball and the touchdown. Holy cow. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Eagles Monday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. How about a game of catch at the Rangers' new ballpark? It's on, because for a limited time, Catch on the Field is part of the Globe Life Field Premium Tour. So grab a friend, a family member, and go behind the scenes of the Rangers' home. Take in the views, marvel at the art, the roof, and the Rangers' history literally written on the walls. And then, play catch on a major league field. Book your tour today at texasrangers.com tours. The stars at night are big and bright. At the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo, presented by H-E-B. Mark your calendars Thursday, October 7th through Sunday, October 17th. Don't miss thrilling fair rides, rowdy rodeo action, and hot country music, and much more at the Extra Co. Event Center. For ticket information, visit hotfair.com. You better believe this year's Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo will be big and bright. We'll see you there. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Warren Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Green Bay Packers beat the Detroit Lions last night on Monday Night Football, winning 35 to 17. Texans rookie quarterback Davis Mills will start Thursday night against the Carolina Panthers in place of injured Tyrod Taylor. Kansas running back Felton Gardner, who led the Jayhawks in rushing last season, has entered the transfer portal after seeing playing time decreased over the first three games for the Jayhawks. Rangers lose to the Yankees last night, four to three. Rangers and Yankees again tonight, 6.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB football team has been ranked number one in the first American Football Coaches Association Top 25 poll that was released this morning. Catch the Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Time for the grab bag on game time. Let's play a couple of more. 
<laughs> it's 537. We're 23 away from 6, and uh, it's time for the grab bag. And a couple of these things are things that we've already talked about, but if you're just wrapping up your work day and you're headed home, you may have missed them, so we want to touch base on them again real quick. Uh, again, uh, the, this Friday night at Waco ISD Stadium, University will take on Cleburne. Uh, it is homecoming, and uh, it's also, also the Ladanian Tomlinson Classic, and it should be a lot of fun. And uh, Friday night, uh, Coach Leroy Coleman, longtime University Trojan head coach, will be inducted into the Waco ISD Hall of Fame, and that uh, is well-deserved. And it uh, should be a lot of fun. Thursday night over at Walk-On Sports Bistro from 6 until 8. It will be a meet and greet with Coach Coleman, former players, coaches, friends. He, if uh, if you know Coach Coleman, you're invited, and it should be a lot of fun. So come hang out with uh, with Coach Coleman uh, on Thursday from 6 until 8 o'clock at uh, Walk-On Sports Bistro. And then Friday night, it's the football game and the induction ceremony. So should be a lot of fun. Hope, uh, hope a lot of folks come out for that. Uh, if you are in town. so And that game will be broadcast on our sister station, 104.9 Star FM. Uh, also, if you just joined us, Charlie Brewer has elected to uh, leave the Utah football program after three games. Charlie lost his starting job, and Charlie Brewer has exited the uh, Utah football program and uh, will no longer be part of the Utes program. The American Athletic Conference has extended the contract of Commissioner Mike Arsco for almost three years through June of 2025. So they love what uh, he's doing with the AAC and they extend the commissioner's uh, uh, contract for another three years. Pac-12, I love this. This is too cool. The Pac-12 and the SWAC, the Southwestern Athletic Conference, are forming a basketball uh, educational and scheduling partnership. The partnership announced Monday will include home-and-home home series between the member institutions in each conference. The partnership in men's and women's basketball will begin in November of 2022 with two-year home-and-home home series through 2026. As part of the partnership, student-athletes will participate in social justice and anti-racism educational components as part of the game. So uh, it just it, it, why, it, it, what a cool deal for uh, the West Coast and the SWAC to come together and, uh, and, and, and do some good things. So that, that should be a lot of fun. And finally, I, you know, Ward, I haven't, we haven't talked much about this, and I, it kinda, it's kind of gotten lost, unfortunately, but the Ryder Cup begins this week. And that is a huge event. It is. And, and, and not only does Bryson DeChambeau believe everything will be fine between him and Brooks Kepka this week at the Ryder Cup, he also hinted that there's some sort of collaboration that could, uh, that could be in the works. Now, I don't anticipate them two being paired together <laughs> in, in any of the, the Ryder Cup, but, you know, they may have a made-for-TV boxing match afterwards. I don't know, but, look, uh, I think it's kind of funny. I think it's kind of cool that there's mm-hmm. a little that there's a little dust up between a couple of um, of the uh, premier players on the PGA, but not during Ryder Cup, my friend. Uh, they're they're, they're going to have to be on their you know their best behavior, and I think they will. So there you go. That is our. Are you a big golf fan? Do you watch yeah. golf on television? Yeah, I do. I love watching. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was watching the Golf Channel the other night uh, <laughs> because they were they are they were out on the West Coast, so. You know, it was a late start, so, you know, it's 6 or 7 o'clock here, and they're just getting going out there. It's 4 o'clock, and so, I, yeah, I, I watch a lot of golf, and and I I just think this is a cool deal that, you know, that you have a little, you have a little, 
little dust up between mm-hmm. DeChambeau and, and Brooks Kepka. So we'll see how it all unfolds. We'll see how it all unfolds. But who do you like at the Ryder Cup? The Americans are at home now. I like the Americans. I do too at home. Yeah. I, I think they've got a chance to bring it back. But man, has this thing. It used to be, you know, when you first started watching Ryder Cup when we were younger, the USA just dominated the thing. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely yeah, dominated. Yeah, no, it was a no doubter. Yeah. yeah I mean, it they, hasn't been that way lately. No, of course not. Uh, and, and when they play. When they play in Europe, it, it's 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 a tough go, uh, but this one this one's stateside, so I, I think the U.S. has a good chance to to uh, capture the Ryder Cup. So we'll see how that all goes. All right, it's a five forty two. We're eighteen shy of six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday, hosting the Iowa State Cyclones. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, J.J., and Ricky. He is in! Touchdown, Tristan Hebner! Bears, Cyclones, this Saturday from McLean Stadium. Here on your home for Baylor Big 12 football. ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Satisfy your appetite with the great food at B&M Barbecue and More in Riesel. They specialize in slow-cooked Texas-style barbecue, and you can buy it by the pound, the plate, or the sandwich. Ask about their three-meat and two-meat combo plates. B&M Barbecue and More also features a daily lunch special, plus all-you-can-eat options. And don't forget to satisfy your sweet tooth with their homemade pies. A proud supporter of the Riesel Indians, B&M Barbecue and More. Now open Wednesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. This is Jim Howler, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did If you're self-employed, you have a special health insurance problem. Michael Hurley of Hurley Benefit Services. I'm trying to help the individual out there who makes too much to qualify for any help, any subsidy or benefits from the government towards their health insurance, but does not have the income to pay the incredibly high premiums we find if you're buying your insurance individually. You can have individual or group coverage that is a lot better, that costs a lot less. HurleyBenefits.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. All 
morning, 545. We're 15 away from 6. John Morris is coming up in a couple of minutes with the uh, with the Big 12 Blitz. He'll take us around the Big 12 Conference here this afternoon. All right. I feel like Dan Patrick, but I'm going to ask, did, did, did uh, what would you learn today? <laughs> what's, what's your big takeaway from today's radio extravaganza? Uh, we don't know enough about Baylor yet. I agree. What, uh, any, 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 w- do you think that's a fair statement? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I, I think you'll you'll know after Saturday. Same thing as you said with Texas Tech. We'll find out how good both those those teams are this year. I think this week. I, I still think, and, and I know Ward's going to argue with me being an alum and all, but I still think that the Houston wins a little more impressive than he gives it credit for. It, that's it, fair. It, it, I I do. I, I think that's a better football team than. He's giving credit for. It. All right. I just feel like looking at it and and watching it and going back and looking at it, Houston made a lot of mistakes that you did know. Tech gave for, them, did that, Tech force them into some no, mistakes? No, they they gave them that game, in my opinion. All right. I I didn't see a single snap. I just know what the end result was, and the right. end result was Tech went on the road and won. Mm-hmm. And Which I don't, is not easy to no, do in college football. Anywhere, anywhere in America. Uh, it's not easy to do. All right. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Many thanks to uh, everyone who's been a part of the program. Thanks to uh, Josh Neighbors uh, from Locked On Big 12 and to Shahan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com for being a part of the program. We'll do it again tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. Until then, have yourself a great evening. And uh, stay tuned. Ranger Baseball is coming up in a few minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. A daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John.